0: Good evening, and welcome to Ask the Plasterer with me, Eric the Plasterer. I'm Eric the Plasterer. I'm a plasterer from South London, for those of you that don't know me. Um, I've been plastering for 36 years, and I'm here tonight to answer any of your plastering-related questions. A lot of the regular guys uh, come along tonight as well. Hi, guys, if you're there already. And i um, will also be able to answer your questions. Uh, you'll be able to ring up, ring up, blah, 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 ring into the studio. Uh, I have got a phone connected up. We can call in. We can have a chat. The number will come up on screen in a short while when I stop jabbering. Uh, yeah, live news. Uh, work seems to be pouring in for us. Very fortunate plasterers. Uh, most of the go- guys I know are up to their uh, elbows in uh, in work. And uh, yeah, I've looked at uh, an awful lot of jobs just recently. And um, yeah, it's nice to be able to have a bit of. A- you can choose, mind you. Obviously, saying that, try and squeeze them all in because <laughs> no one wants to turn any work away if you can help it. The only problem with being really busy is that a lot of the customers want their work done all within the same week. <laughs> Apart from the really sensible ones that um, that call you uh, a couple of months before they want their product done, which is much more sensible. <laughs> if I'm honest, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Anyway, so that's all good.
1: Um Right without further ado, let's just pop on and change the old screen There we go, uh, i've got the old water feature on again this
0: evening, Um I quite like that view so, uh, why not have it again have it again tonight, um I have got as you probably might have noticed already a stinker of a cold. Um, i've had a Covid test today and had one yesterday as well and they both come back negative So you don't know how good those things are Started about a week ago, a bit of a tickle, a little bit of a cough And in the last couple of days, nose is running like a tap And a uh, nasty cough in the eat. I soldier through for you, the viewers <laughs> the viewing in public Evening everybody, All oh, right, hi, cool, cracking on already Now, uh, where are we? Uh, ha! Huh? Do you ask your customers to do any prep work for you, like take plug fronts and light switches off or power off, etc.? Um, sometimes I do, nine times out of ten, Diggity, uh, I completely forget. And I get there and they, they've undone the sockets and they pull them away for the horn and thought, I'd bath them ahead of time, they probably could have taken the whole socket off. But then, in saying that, some people have no savvy whatsoever when it comes to touching electrical stuff. And if you said, oh, could you take the sockets off, they'd probably go, oh, do I need to get an electrician in? Um, which they, well, they could, but they don't really, do they? Um, but, yeah, I have asked a few people. Um, someone else I know, uh, well, it's a friend of mine, um, I told him I'd reduce his quote a little bit if he did the um, if he did the PVA in for me and got rid of the rubbish, uh, and he agreed, so. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, sometimes I do ask. Um I should ask more often because obviously, when you're doing walls, if the customer has taken plug sockets off and tucked the wires properly away and made them safe, then it uh, makes your job so much easier. And if you're doing radiators and you buy those little red dot things I've been using that bleed through the plaster to show you where the screws used to be, oh man, you're on fire and you just get that job cracking and uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, and evening dignity as well. Yeah, cheers, mate. <laughs> Scott. All right, mate. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Have you been flat out? I've been flat out with work. Not. Um, um, I'll only do it on like on weekdays. I won't do. I won't do Saturdays and/or Sundays. Used to do them, um, but now I just kind of fit. I'll just fit in, especially if there's a lot of work coming in. I'll just fit it in on weekdays and uh, do it that way. But uh, when you're younger, you have got a lot more oomph to get out there and go. Yeah, I'm going to do it. You know, for the next however many weeks. I'm just going to do seven day weeks, which is great for earning the money. Uh, as This mate, Spread Stewart says, you've got to be careful not to kill yourself, because if you're going to, if you're going to be a plaster a long term, you can wreck your body if you don't know where to draw the line, and you just do it day in day out for donkey's years, and you and you push the boundaries when it comes to like working all weekends and you're not working. And uh, guys, even when you're younger, life's too short unless you're right, you know. Try and pursue a goal specifically earn a certain amount to do something with it or to invest it in something. Um, Don't kill yourselves. Yeah. Uh, I would say that though because I'm old
1: (laughs) and I'm just jealous of your energy. (laughs) Oh dear. Um, Hang on. Jason. Sorry, Jason. Um, Saw your video on using. Halftime plaster accelerator,
0: brilliant product. Certainly works. Thanks. Oh, cool! You've had a go a bit there, mate. Yeah, it's. Um, I had the um, Mark got to me recently from Easy Fix, and it's, they're going to put an advert out soon. I think they're going to they're um, on Fix Radio. Now, up until recently, I'd heard of Fix Radio because I've gone and done some um, uh, listen to some videos on there like the internet but they've got a DAB station you can tune into across quite a large area of London and um, it's quite good I, I, I've never really listened to it before but it's like Builders Radio for Builders all the adverts are Builder related <laughs> uh, they play some good music and they have some good things on there um, uh, Chibi I know um, he's got I think he's got his own show on there or something as well but long story short they've got to um, start putting some ads up there for the old uh, Easy mix, and uh, Mark asked me if I had any ideas, so uh, I'll together an advert for them. And uh, there's a good possibility, uh, I don't think it's gonna be the first ad they put out, but uh, they go for a second ad, which they probably will, um, it should be my one. So uh, I'll keep you posted on there <laughs> and see how we go. Um, yeah, I might do that
1: for a living instead. Advertising, i have gotta got be Maybe than plastering it. Got just ordered myself an ox uh,
0: pole and attachment for speed skim. Yeah, the pole for the speed skim, ox one. Um, yeah, no, they're really good, mate. Again, um, most of the time I will, if I'm doing the seeding, there's plenty of room, I will go up on my stilts and use my speed skim up there. But uh, even sometimes, just for a change, it's nice to crack it on on my stilts, get down, stick my speed skim on the pole, up you go, walk back. <laughs> You've got to get more of the knack of how to apply pressure to the speed skin because it's only pushing from the center when you're using the pole. Whereas when you're up on the seeding and you've got your stilts on or you're on decking, you use both hands so you've got an, like an equal spacing put it along. Um, but once you get used to it either way, then uh, <clears throat> it's absolutely fine. But uh, yeah, and it was a godsend a while back when I did that room that I had loads of furniture all around the edges. Now there's no way I would have been able to reach on my stilts to get into the side when I was using the speed skin without having the pole. So that was fantastic. Feel a little bit, sound a bit croaky tonight, guys, for anyone that's just joining us. I've got a bit of a bad cold. I had a COVID test and apparently it's not COVID. <laughs> so I'm double jabbed. So if it, if it, if it, if it was COVID, uh, I'd not to, this is as worse than I would feel, which is just basically a bad
1: cold, which is probably all it is anyway. So anyway, I digress. Um, Ooh, where are we? <laughs> Sorry, Jason, I've just seen your, your text
0: up on the screen. Have you got a cold or COVID? <laughs> well, you, know, you know now, mate. <laughs> as far as I know, it's just a bad cold. Uh, but yeah, but then a,
1: a bit of a cough and a uh, very runny nose. Uh, I feel fine. Diggity, my garage seating has been afterboarded a shiny paint on it looks rough
0: so i was thinking about skimming it is there anything i need to take into consideration as a carriage um not really mate at the end of the day um yeah i mean you might be a little bit damp in there in the winter but uh, as long as you've got no water coming through the ceiling through the roof was there any grief um skimming it over shouldn't, shouldn't really be a problem uh again give me a good coat of pva some guys said they've had issues with, or um, well they think it's because there's some kind of slightly shiny um, silk paint up there, and uh, but I don't think, it, I don't think it's down to that. I think it's just nine times out of ten, just not getting a decent coat of PVA on there, as you know I like to do, and um,
1: uh, giving it a good old crack over with your old skim, and you should be fine. Uh, Is there anything I need to take into consideration? We're laughing
0: at Jason. <laughs> John, evening, John. Nice to see you, mate. So easy. Hiya. <laughs> ah, dear. Uh, yeah, now we've got cracking. I feel pretty good, but prior to this, because of the old, uh, I've been blaming those every five minutes, I was thinking, oh, man, I've got to ask the plaster tonight. How am I going to be able to hack it? But so far, so good. And as I say, we soldier on anyone that's just joined us, I'm Eric The Plasterer. I've been a plasterer in South London for 36 years and here tonight with the other guys to answer any of your plastering-related questions. You could be a, a time served tradesman, you could be a DIYer, you could be a customer, um, you could be someone that's just starting out or thinking about becoming a plasterer. Um, see my videos on uh, <laughs> how to start plastering. Um, so yeah, um, so uh, feel free to answer any questions that you might have a lot of guys just sit, come along uh, for a listen which is fine um, you can get the numbers up isn't it you can ring the phone number and chat to me live uh, on air uh, as long as you're not listening to the uh, the video after the live feed has gone out uh, we normally go for about an hour and a half might be a bit less uh, depending on uh, how many guys are in the house tonight and we are run and keep going <laughs> My voice goes too croaky. <laughs> I be able to not be out at all. Oh uh,
1: dear. Eddie, hello mate, nice to see you. Oh Matthew, hi mate. Alright, uh, uh think you need an early night. Oh mate, tell
0: me about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't little bit of the old sniffles. Um, stop you doing after plaster. I mean, if it was on every night mate, then I'd go, oh, I ain't doing it tonight, <laughs> I feel too rough. But yeah, you know, once a fortnight. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's not a problem. You know, I've, you've got the guys coming, you've got new people coming along, you think, well, I don't want to, you know, don't
1: want to disappoint, don't want to disappoint. So, uh, <laughs> I just get on with it. I'm hard, me. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
0: dear. Uh, one of the guys who's, uh, who's on the Discord site, by the way, joined the Discord site. Uh, das Velas, I think his name is. I can't remember now. I'm rubbish with remembering names. And he was asking about different whisks and paddles. And uh, to be honest with you, obviously there's a different range of whisks you can get and you can look into that kind of stuff. Paddles, I've never really... I've, I've only ever kind of had one massive t- paddle on me, uh, on me whisk and I've only got one that was a bit smaller or a bit bigger um, or slightly different shape. When uh, I get the one, I usually have <laughs> So, whether some of those are better or worse, if you, I think if you get paddles that are too flat, and more you like your paint-mixing type paddles, attachments, there's a good chance you'll splash your plaster all over the shop when you're trying to mix it. Or it might be too much pressure on your whisk. Unless you've got a nice lovely old mega mixer, like I have, that plugs into the mains, which is all you need when you're doing the domestics anyway, you've got a carrier. Uh, transformer, 110 Transformer.
1: Around everywhere Matthew, hello mate um, oh, Jason, what's the quickest way to fit uh, binko
0: angle beads I often use no nails i mix up some dab adhesive clean the edges with a sponge diddly diddly what's been the most challenging thing you've ever had to plaster All right, hang on mate, before uh, uh, before that, Jason for you, let's pop over to my other screen this video here I'm surprised because I'm pretty sure you must be subscribed to my channel if you haven't watched this this is me fixing on angle beats the way I do quite a lot <laughs> at the moment because it's easy and it's fast as long as you they're straight and plump is the mitre glue hey look at that what' on cute Mighty glue stick it on you can watch this one while I'm, I'm gathering away and uh, push it into place then I spray the uh, the accelerator on because it does seem to fly through the old holes in the uh, in the bead. And as soon as you spray the bead you're holding, let it go,
1: and the thing's up instantly. Um, which if you keep watching this, you'll see that in a second. <coughs>
0: uh-huh. uh, most challenging thing I've ever done in the plastering department, really. Uh, I've done quite a few challenging things. The things I don't like doing that are challenging are the um, underneath of uh, stair stairwell cases, the uh, underneath the step of the, it's uh, a word for it even, but basically you've got to stretch expanding metal across to get the twist and the curve, and get a pricking up coat on that, let that go off, and then you've got to basically design the curve to follow the way the stairs are going. That's uh, that's a pain and quite tricky. Um, For me, mostly it's the ceilings that I've done in the past that are curved on every angle and they've got a chimney breast and both um, angles outside the chimney breast, they just go up into curves into the ceiling as well. And there's no, when you're plastering it, there's no place to stop, uh, especially if the people have removed their uh, picture rail and their curved ceiling just keeps on going. Uh, doing those I've, I've i've done a i've done a few of those and i've been, i've charged people in the past nearly between seven and 900 pounds to do one because they are such a pain and uh and, and they they've accepted the price for me to do it and even for that money while i was doing it i still regret it and think you know what i'd rather do a few flat ones than mess about <laughs> with this but uh yeah, so not a lot of guys doing this I've got a very brief uh, video um somewhere on the channel that's that's got shows you a little bit of a, a curve scene that I'm doing which is back tight. Absolute pain in the in the in the in the backside. But um yeah, so they're the most challenging things. Other than that, everything else is pretty straightforward. and um, if you've got the right tools or, or the right decking. Obviously sometimes if you're in a stairwell, that could be an absolute pain. Stairwinders, that's it, Matthew, thank you. <laughs> Stairwinders, absolute uh, yeah, hours of fun. I'd, I'd rather not do. Mph, yay, hello mate. Uh, I use hot glue. I'll oh, use the hot glue to fix your nails. Yeah, I know that it works for a treatment. have got to plug, plug the old glue gun in, haven't you? And that uh, if it, you've got a long lead on it. Uh, yeah. You know, look at this mph. They're nice, bit of just see that I took the
1: old uh, might glue from the bead. Split there, squirt it, job done. Job done. Uh, uh, am I still getting over Saturday night MP now? I've, I've got a stinker of a cold,
0: mate. Last week I had a little bit of a tickly throat. teensy weensy, bit of a cough. Uh, four or five days I thought it just disappeared and it's just slowly got worse. <laughs> um, but uh, I've done a couple of COVID tests and uh, I don't know how, how good they are but uh, they both come back negative. So, uh, and all it does feel like is a cult that I've had in the past, uh, just sound well, get that very word thing going on. Um, so I should make the most of that. And, uh, if I want to record a little song. I should do it while the old voice is croaky. Should not a bit deep. Uh, do, 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 do. Jason, Jason, Jason. Hi. No worries, mate. Uh, a few. Have you done the standwinders in the past? Yeah. It has mostly been with the old, um, Stretching the expanded metal across them. Sometimes normally they're so twisty, you can put a bit of plasterboard on any kind of straight bits, but as soon as they start to go around the bend, um, and you've got just a wooden, sometimes you're just literally going into the bottom edge of a, of a riser through a step. Um, yeah, is the uh, expanded metal laugh. You literally fix the top part of it and you stretch it around. And it's, uh, once that's done, it still looks uh, the mess really, but it's getting your pricking up coat on that and letting that go off, so you've got some kind of base to work to to uh, to start to work on getting the curve. How good you can get the curves depends on how much the, the thing actually does wind and, uh, and how good you are at doing it. Of <laughs> course, if you do them all the time, uh, then you're probably hot at getting it sorted, don't no worry.
1: But uh, yeah, that's the only way I could do it. You've got some other technique, mate? Yeah, let me know. What's sure your you on the? Hang on, I got have to put my glasses on. Hook on beads. Hook on beads. Uh, are they
0: quite new. I think I just I'd seen some guy on the on the YouTuber or somewhere. I yeah. might have even been on Troutalk using some kind of beads that um, hook on or quite little. I can't even quite remember how they work, but um, I don't know. I, I think anything like that sometimes just. More hassle than it's worth. <coughs> if it's a kind of bead that you can like <coughs> tap into a bit of soft plaster, and they hold really well, great. But if uh, if not, let's face it, a lot of time you're using beads on um, going over existing old plaster angles that are already there. But it's just hard plaster in it, so uh, well, the classic way to do them is to stick them on the finish, um, and the same with uh, or. Or if the wall's not too big, cover the whole wall with finish, and then squeeze the beads in, and then go from there. It purely depends what techniques you've learned over the time. But so using this micro glue, as I'm in this bot man, uh, on this video, um, yeah, it just it
1: just does a just does a really quick job. And then you're only starting to knock up gear when you actually need to start plastering. Are a pain to do, but they do look beautiful in the uh, You have to send us some pictures, uh, Matthew, or do, do a little
0: video, mate, and send it in or email it to me. Or we can whack it up on here and uh, show the other guys. Or I'll tell you, we can whack it up on the Discord community server site. Yes, yes, read the bottom of the screen, guys. Read the bottom of the screen. Still need to build the figures up there. We're slowly creeping up. Not enough, not enough people to get good old sessions going. So join that Put your videos and pictures up. And ask me questions about your videos or show me stuff that you're doing that you think, oh, I don't know why Eric doesn't do this. Um, I think it's a good idea. And uh, show us some, some videos, show us some photos. Video preferably would be great. Um, and then we can say, we can, uh, I can show it off on, on here. On Ask the plaster. Again, anyone that's uh, just joined us, i the plaster been a plasterer in South London for 36 years and we're here tonight to answer your questions about plastering no matter who you are, whether you're a customer novice, DIYer someone just looking maybe into becoming a plasterer, wondering if it's a good career to get into and uh, it still is and currently there seems to be an awful lot of work um,
1: coming in I haven't seen much to the contrary um, which is great. great not knocking it Jason, you missed oh sorry mate.
0: You missed me up above about the rendering video. Uh sorry about the membrane that you used. Sorry for missing that mate. Uh is it better than
1: adding the old metal metal one so that it doesn't uh Yeah Jason, it's um, it's lovely stuff.
0: I mean apart from that little bit of a boo-boo I had where some dropped off, it was just being being a bit silly. Um yeah, it, It's easy to work with. Presses in nice, and it's um, it's not like the uh, uh, not like the fiberglass scream It's more of a more of a plastic. Uh, But it's very flexible. It's nice and soft. Squash it in. Does a wonderful job. And um,
1: yeah, that's going to stop cracking. I think as much as the putting the metal lava on there would be, and doing that, it's a lot more to cover up at the end of the day. And uh, yeah. I uh, hope that helps, mate. Uh, James, hello, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm sort of well, James. I'm
0: just a little bit. Uh, yeah, got a bit of a cold going on. I've done the old COVID test a couple of times, so that's come back negative. So other uh, than a cough, teensy bit sore throat, and a really runny
1: nose, uh, I just feel like I've done when I've got a bad cold. Uh, Summer cold, I think they call it. it a bleeding cold in the summer. I'll never know. Rodney, hello, Rodney. Uh When doing internal rendering,
0: is it the same ratio as outside mix like uh, four sand one cement? Yes, mate. Yeah, or oh, that's that's what I use anyway. But if I'm doing um, if I'm doing a scratch coat underneath, I still tend to use a three to, three to one. The scratch, even if it's indoors, and then my top one I'll do a four to one. <coughs> Excuse me, guys, Chucky, nice to see you, mate. Use that extra time on 55 square meter ceiling, but it's a treat. There's packer, mate. Yeah, I've um, I didn't used to be into um, accelerators or um, extra time stuff, um, until oh, it's last year, really. And um, Mark sent me some for nothing. Uh, so as a lot of the guys, and uh, yeah, now now use it all the room and time. Uh, great for uh, obviously doing stuff faster. As that little video I've done of, uh, of that me doing, bashing out as a little job, which would have normally took a lot longer, just waiting around for the faster to go off, um, and the saying the extra time. Uh, for me, a lot of guys use the extra time so they can bang on a few more walls. I use the extra time so I can just take it easy. Or doing the same as I'd normally do <laughs> I ain't got to go so fast.
1: That's a trouble when you get old. <laughs> you get lazy. Uh... But yeah, that no, is good. gear. Matthew. Have you ever had
0: a customer refuse to pay? Um. Only when I was about 23 and I did some this wasn't solid plastering though. I was a solid plasterer, but um, I dabbled a little bit in the cornish work, fibrous plastering. Um, I don't know why, because it
2: was difficult when I was rubbish at it. <coughs> but um, I ran some cornish
0: for some people, only along one wall, I skimmed it for them. They said, oh, could you try and do that to match in the bit that was there? And it was quite a straightforward run of cornish. And um, it looked pretty good, but getting the joint to match the Existing was um like exactly was like not impossible for me anyway um, And uh, they weren't that happy with it, but they said they're happy for me to leave it But they didn't want to pay for that bit. <laughs> I said no, that's actually fine um, If you're not happy, I'll have that. I'll just take it down and you can sort something else out. I thought, I'm not gonna leave it there <laughs> uh, If you're not gonna pay me for it, if you're happy enough to leave it there, then uh, you're obviously happy enough to live with that so So from that day, hence I've never done any fibrous uh, plastering, and it's a pain in the the bum anyway. It's not something you do every day. Uh, That's the only time, really, yeah, generally I don't have an issue. Uh, I've said to some of the other guys before on here, um, when I do quotes for people, even if they've got a couple of rooms, I'll do a quote for each room, and I'll say as soon as that room's finished, um, the payment's due. Um, and as soon as that payment hits my account, I'll start on the other room. Um, so generally from that viewpoint you don't get any problems. you bash out a whole house for someone and then say you you know' give me money <laughs> you're risking all the material you bought and the possibility that they might have a bit of a cash flow issue They they suddenly owe you quite a bit of money in one hit um, So no not, not really other than that
1: issue with the uh, with the call is something getting paid. Jackie uh, Chucky. Held it off for an hour. Oh, the old uh,
0: uh easy uh, extra time. Yeah. yeah it's about is it is about and if you're allowed to say extra time's gonna give you an hour extra. I mean it can give you more than that. Um, but then you need to know where you're at. But as I say, I just like using it so I can go a bit slower rather than go and kill myself and get even more. Uh Jason, how how old are you? Eric? Uh have you got? I've got what creaky you Um I'm fifty-eight. Um 59 in September, it's a bit of a way off yet, but uh yeah everybody. Fifty-nine in September. Uh it was twenty-sixth of September actually, if you want to uh <laughs> send me a present <laughs> or a card. yeah. Uh, oh um but I've been really fortunate that um joints wise I did you think give it some money when I was younger. Um, the only problems I've ever had was with my lower back from years ago, and it, I had it for quite a long time. And I thought that was it, it's just gonna be a permanent pain you have to live with. But um, I think it was through getting fitter and uh, uh, building up your back muscles, and at the gym, that um, that went away. If your muscles in your back, um, they're not helping to support your spine and all the rest of it. Uh, so yeah it can give you back issues but if you if your muscles strong enough. Uh so that went away. I'm I to say I've never teensy twinge now and again, I've never had back issues since that was years ago. And uh, elbows good, wrists good, um neck, shoulders good. I'm just fortunate, I think. Um good genes probably. That does help. Um which I think it does. That's <laughs> As I'm, I'm assuming why well, I haven't had any major issues. Um, I know a lot of younger guys that, aren't, that are in one of the trades, not necessarily plastering, and all guys are falling into bits. Uh, they're a fair bit younger than me uh, when it comes to like elbow, you know, tennis elbow and wrist issues. The only other thing I've mentioned before that I've got still not as bad is some um, kind of attract trapped ulnar nerve apparently, which makes these two fingers and the side of my hand go a little bit numb. I can still work with it. You lose a bit of grip strength but that seems to have improved over the last six or eight months but uh and you get used to it And it luckily for me it only starts at the risks apparently you can get this pain
2: right up your arm and have to take painkillers to stop it hurting but uh, it doesn't give me any
0: pain it's just this strange feeling of having a numb side of your hand but it doesn't
1: stop my uh, my workflow Um. Uh, uh, uh. Matthew, haha! Ha. I don't know what you're laughing at. Matthew, is that something from mm. earlier?
0: <laughs> uh, Andrew, uh, on beta only for new plasterboards. Oh right, yeah, now I thought so. Yeah, because they will, they will kind of hook into the plasterboard, won't they? Let's just say if you're trying to, they won't obviously won't go onto uh, some solid old plaster that's already there. <coughs> Have a
1: slight change of uh, scenery. Bear with. Okay, it's not a big change of scenery, you still see my ugly mug, but there you go. I'll everything. I and have everything. Hey, Silver,
0: yeah. Uh am sounding wonderful. Oh, thanks, mate, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh yeah, yeah, I've got a the old cold, mate. A nasty old cold with a bit of a cough. Uh, but have that, I'm fine, I'm fine. Rodney, what advice would you give to someone in his who wants to start out as a plasterer working alone? Um,
1: if you're fairly fit and you're confident, um, get, get on with it. Do some um, do some
0: training other from the videos. There are somewhere in the description I think on this on these live streams that go out. The description there is the um, government website you can go onto. There are courses that you don't have to pay for. And Whatever they are, which include courses in plastering and brickland and all the rest of it. Um, also, I did. I think it was fairly recent, but they've been they had been doing it for years. Uh, British Gypsum do um, do do courses that are free. but There's some criteria you'd have to go onto their site and like, Google it. But there are there are there are training things you can do. We haven't got to pay this, you know, six hundred pound plus for intensive week to, at some company. No, there's nothing wrong with those, that's great. If you got the money, go not get on a free one. And uh, then uh, when there's one near you, which is even
1: better, then, uh, then go for it. Because I think some of the free ones at British Gypsum would do are miles away. I don't think they've got anything in London. I think it's like out in Worcester and places like that. Which is great if you live in Worcester, but not if you live in London. But yeah now if you're 40s um working alone i mean i've worked alone well more or less since
0: i've done domestics and i got rid of my labor which is when i got a whisk the first time but that has been donkey's year. um but uh yeah oh the only other issue i've had i've elf due to plastering was um say there's a couple of things now <laughs> i'm remembering it was um I had a double hernia but that that came up slowly um and I got them sorted out at the same time. That was like when I was thirty-one. down now I'm fifty-eight. And the other one was Popeye muscle, which I've got on this arm here. It's completely different. This one's the way your muscle should be, long. And then the reason this one goes in a bump is because at the top here, we're being a bit of an idiot, and I ripped the tendon off the top of my shoulder, which means your muscle basically drops down into your arm. <laughs> because it's no longer attached at the top. Um, If that happens, you don't need any kind of surgery, though it does look a bit odd. Um, If it snaps at the bottom, uh, Mm. then your arm just drops and you have to have surgery because you can't move your arm. (laughs) Um, That happened to me, oh man, 10 years ago. Um, I never had an issue with it, it didn't seem to affect my strength or anything like that. And uh, I did it by, Back in the day, plastering bags, depends on how old some of you guys are, used to be, like a bag of finish used to be 50 kilos, and the bonding was similar, and the browning, the bags were twice as long. If you chucked the old bags of bonding or browning, you chuck it over your shoulder, they were so long they would bend over your shoulder to the back to the front. And uh, and they're saying the finish was like, you know, around 50 kilos. And then they, I remember when they first split it into smaller bags, they didn't put the price down, but they made it smaller bags. (laughs) Um, used to think, oh, I'll just carry two everywhere, which initially you do, you just start whacking two, two of them up on your shoulder, and then again, as time goes by, and you get a bit older, and you get a bit more knackered, you think, you know what, I'll just carry one bag at a time, what's the point of sticking two of these things, carrying I mean, 50 kilos at once, especially getting it up on your shoulder and back down, and going up people's stairs a bit. Um, I forgot the point of actually, I'll make it now. <laughs> Um, oh that's it yeah anyway I had two of those in my arms like with my arms outstretched and I wanted to get them to the back of my van so instead of being sensible putting them down and pushing them I just thought I'll chuck them and obviously my muscle was at its maximum stress while I was holding them so as I tried to throw them I just got this twanging pain like someone had hit me with a club hammer on my shoulder and uh, that went off pretty quick didn't think anything else of it and then I got to the job and then when I looked down at my arm, I thought oh, I mean my, muscles, my you know, biceps never looked that big before. <laughs> well, it wasn't that big this morning. Um, and uh, yeah, and that was it. That was the damage done. i would ripped a tendon off the top of my shoulder and um, surgery to put it back is a an pain and probably it could happen again. So most guys that have it, the doctor will say to you there's not a lot of point in having the surgery unless you want it. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that's a couple of injuries that
1: uh, <laughs> I have had. Uh, From plastering <coughs> Cheers Jason Seven years Seven years ahead of me 52 still at it. Oh, no, mate. I'm Jason off, you know I'm I
0: think I'm just gonna be, I can't imagine not plastering. Not because I love it that much, I don't ever wanna stop. But uh, I know there's just always so many different bills to pay, Yeah, you know, not massive ones. But this kind of thing, unless you've, unless you've sorted out yourself a really good uh, pension, and uh, like myself, like a lot of other builders, a bit rubbish at uh, doing that kind of stuff, um, which is why I ended up a plastering. And uh, didn't really sort out a pension that was worth having. And, the way the economy's gone over the last sort of 15, 20 years, um, a lot of pensions aren't paying out or were paying out what they were meant to pay out. So a lot of people still come unstuck and think, we'll oh, just have to keep working for as long as, as, long as needs be. So <laughs> I keep telling people I'm still gonna be spreading at 90, but that's a good if I live that long. But uh, yeah, I don't really fancy it. I'd love to, I'd love to knock it on the edge and, and do more stuff that I wanted to. I just do the odd job every now and again, uh, but needs must.
1: All that malarkey! Sorry, guys, go have to blow your nose. When you've got a nose this big, there's no point in wasting it and not giving it a good old blow down again. Oh. While I'm out here let's have a sip of coffee. Oh, sorry, Pepsi can. Ah! no response really. Anywho, how are we doing? Broke Trader, hello mate,
0: I'm going to skim over my room, Victorian uh, one, but the window reveals
1: have had beads around the window. Changed the crowd. I skim up to the old ones, <clears throat> over bead or knock uh, them
0: out and put new ones in. Um... If the beads are nice, neat, and they're a little bit proud, but you could just clean the edges back. You could, you can, if you're just skimming, you can just skim up to the bead. If if the beads are worthy of it, um, if they're a bit knackered, then um, probably you want to hack them out. But it's entirely up to you without actually seeing a job or a picture of it. I wouldn't know for sure, but it's at your discretion, mate. But uh, But yeah,
1: yeah use the old bead that's in there unless they're not well oh I do obviously I'll beat over uh, if beads are already on the job you'll normally put another big new beat over the top so you get any thickness for your skin otherwise it can get a bit tough. even uh, if you scrape them back. Matthew hello Matthew uh, have you had any
0: experience with traditional lime plaster? Uh, only in the sense that I ever used it, I hadn't used proper lime plaster on the walls since a house going towards uh, Worthing Way, it was an old single skinned building. I was working for a builder at the time, and they were using the, well, apart from using the lime uh, mixture in there, we also had some uh, special stuff you, had, you could buy that was like, because they had a bit of a damp issue as well, to keep the damp out, and you'd have to put lime over that a lime plaster over the top of that. Um and uh yeah, it was so long ago. I mean the, the gear was okay, wasn't an issue to work with me or anything. Um but uh yeah I think since then uh, the only lime mixes I knock up now are up for my um plastering school part one is uh, some sand lime and I bought a bit of uh, in it as well, even though lime isn't um and use it for practice plaster or for people to practice plastering because it stays wet all day. You can plaster a bit of practice plastering a bit of wall with it. Once it's dried, it's just easy to hack off and you've got your wall back and you can practice some more. Um which is basically what they used to do where I was being taught. So uh oh yeah, but that's the only time I've ever used the
1: older stuff. Uh, Malcolm, uh what's your opinion when skimming plaster or sealing joining the ball, scrim the point or not. If I'm if I'm butting a plaster um if the plaster ball is
0: just butting against another ball that's not being touched then obviously I won't take a scrim, like, won't take the scrim around the corner. I might put a scrim on that board just touching the adjacent wall. But um I won't go around the corner with it because then you'd have to Oh, plaster around the corner it, unless you plaster. It. If you plaster around the corner anyway, um, then uh, yeah,
1: I'd put a bit of um, I put a bit of scrim down and take it around the corner. You might as well as chances of you getting a crack down. In told you should never scrim two different surfaces as we'll
0: pull against each other. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know you're not meant to uh, wallpaper around corners because I've been to a lot of jobs where I've seen that, and it all you get that funny curve in it, and it all starts creasing up after a while. And uh, a lot of my customers think that the corners of their always are in a terrible state. Nine times out of ten, it's where they've been wallpapered uh, around the corner, and it's, it's kind of shrunk back, got creases in it, and most of the damage is the wallpaper. It's not actually the
1: plaster. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, no, I've, 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 I've scrimmed two,
0: two bits before, both sides, and uh, I've never had an issue.
1: I might, well, to mine on if no one's ever come back to me on it, it is, so I wouldn't worry about it too much, mate. Love trader. Uh, Thanks, I just don't want to get, to get to the skirts and the COVID. Um, Sorry, Rotary, didn't me? I'm trying to, to um, kind of think of what that was in, answering to putting the mesh on the wall. Yeah, obviously when you're going up to the coving and stuff, if you've got coving you're going up to, and you're putting some kind of mesh on the wall, then
0: you want the, want the finished gear you can get probably. really. Um, but I don't, up to this point, I haven't used the internal mesh. On a wall because I don't, know, I don't know how long that practice has been going on, but I don't think it's that. I think it's fairly new or new regards How long I've been um that you'd that you'd put a mesh across a whole wall that you're skimming. Fantastic idea, but um, if the walls not that bad, if you think that's going to give you an issue with um losing the member of a, any coving you've got or skirting, then uh, then don't use it. Stuff I was using the external rendering that's quite a thick plastic gauge mesh. But the um, the other uh, internal stuff, you can get a lot thinner. Rodney, hello mate. Uh, when I was watching your video posted around that arch, oh yeah, and that living room, I learned a lot from that video. Oh. oh, cheers for that mate. I mean a lot of guys I watched it just said, why don't you use plastic beads around it? But I've seen some of these plastic beads, and apart from the fact, Got a plastic bead going around here. Um, this, this, to me, they still look like they had a bit of a judder in them where they were going around the bend. As opposed to what I think I can get smoother freehand. Um, if you can't get an actual new arch to go in, so you've already got the bead all there, and you just go to the new bead, which is lovely, obviously. Um, but no, that's good, mate. There's the kind of techniques that you learn um, and get better at with practice. In the, the day, I've gone around a lot of a lot of pre-existing arches but when i see them i think oh, okay and i do put them in quote, you know i've got to go around your arch free freehand so it's going to take a bit longer so it will be a little bit more expensive um which is which i think is fair enough at the end of the day
1: why are getting deeper this is gets get worse Ooh. Uh, Oh, about the beading around the window, sorry mate. Um
0: yeah, if um yeah, if if if, if you're worried that they're gonna cause an issue because they're sticking out too far, especially if you put new ones over the top, then hack them out. <coughs> hack them out and uh put new beads in. New beads in <coughs> Alan, what do you think is the best trout? Well I've used the classic Marshalltown. I've got a stainless steel Marshall Town, but uh, in my early years all Marshall Towns, I don't know all Marshall Towns, but basically started off with carbon Marshalltown Carbon Trail, uh, 14 inch I think it was. Uh, it might have even been a stubby actually to start off with, but then um, quickly go on to a 14 inch. But the carbon trails they are lovely. Um, they sharpen up really quick because they wear in a lot easier. Stainless steel is a lot harder than the carbon. And uh, I found the benefit of, I mean, you can keep them oiled. Most guys don't, unless they're really uh, careful. And uh, they do go a bit rusty. It's the fact when you kind of uh, get the old rust off with a bit of sandpaper, they come up lovely and it uh, helps to wear them in quicker. every time you're taking off a bit of rust, you're taking off a little bit more of that metal, uh, getting a nice sharp edge. I mean, the martial tan I used to have and used into it, it wasn't useful anymore. It was literally like a razor. I reckon I could have shaved with it if I don't need shaving foam at work. <laughs> I not need you to shave. But uh, yeah, that and then flexi trails, um, there's a whole range of them. You can try different ones out and see what you're happy with. I'm quite happy with my uh, Ox uh, Ultra Flex for just finishing off um, most of my most of my sets as opposed to uh, finishing. I've been obviously prior to all these flexible trails, trails coming out. <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, we would just finish uh, it under the Marshalltown trail. But the flexible ones do give you an edge on that
1: really nice kind of finish to the finish, if that makes sense without polishing it up too much. But uh, yeah,
0: a matter of choice at the end of the day. Um, let say some guys have a whole collection of trails. I just uh, lay on with a Marshalltown and um, finish, you know, use my speed skims after that
1: and then uh, finish off with me old uh, Fox uh, Ultra Flex. hope that helps me. Just bought, uh, you just bought a Neela, Mini Flex, brilliant for laying on. Uh,
0: yeah, I suppose the Mini Flex, you just gotta be careful with anything that's that's a little bit more uh, flexible than, than your standard trowel because the more flex you've got, the more chance you've got of getting undulation in your, in your wall. Um, only shows up mostly on bigger walls and once they've been painted, and on which way the light's shining. But uh yeah, you just have to be careful of that. But otherwise, um uh, yeah, no, that's great, mate. If you get on with it and you're getting
1: good results, then uh fantastic. Yeah, the Marshall Town Gold, I don't yeah, so know much about them. Forty quid. Yeah. No. You can get most decent trousers for around the 40 quid mark or between
0: forty and sixty over that i've never paid i think I've never paid more than about fifty four fifty seven pounds for a stainless steel trowel, i think that was that that's probably a Marshalltown. some of the other some of the other out there that can be a, a bit pricey which is great if they're good and obviously if you're a, if you're a professional um or you're seriously doing plastering then you want, to, you want to buy a decent trowel. It's DIY and sometimes it's a bit of an expense, but, uh, but if you want good results, it's worth buying a decent tool. Um, even if you're a DIYer, if you've got to do a fair bit of plastering, you know, kind of thing, why not make the investment? we not, whenever you do a bit, you've got a pack of trowel to do it, so you know you're going to get a nicer job. There's um, cheap trowels, especially DIY type trowels they sell in B&Q. The, the metal's too thick. They've got no flexibility whatsoever and uh, never wear them in. You'd have to sharpen them on a spinning, a spinning disc to uh, get any edge to them. And they're just, uh, yeah, they just make plastering hard, basically. Cheap uh, deep trowel. so it's worth getting a decent one. Hello, anyone that's just joined us. I'm Eric the plasterer. I've been plasterer for for about 36 years, South London. Here to answer any of your questions. I don't normally sound like this because I normally have a really bad cold. No, it's not COVID because I've had a couple of tests and so they've come back negative. And uh, yeah, um, any questions you got? Fire away. If you're just coming to watch, that's great. Thanks for coming along to the uh, to the live stream. Uh, because
1: uh, yeah, the more popular live stream gets, uh, well, I'll say the better it is. <laughs> if the uh, <laughs> I have trouble now reading the.
2: The the,
0: the the comments that come up the screen and they only tick up gently. Um, and uh, you look at some of these like really massive busy channels and they move so fast, you could just about literally grab every one every now and again. Um, you can though, if, if it does get more busy, there is an option inside the uh, YouTube app to slow them down, though they still go up more slowly. Uh, But we'll worry about that problem when we come to it. Uh, Which isn't yet. (laughs) Uh, Daz, hiya Daz. Uh, My walls have hollow spots. A lot of places where it's solid. Do I knock off all the hollow spots? No, don't do that. And then patch and feather, or should I knock it all back to brick? If, (coughs) when you're saying hollow spots mate, most, If it's what I'm thinking, you're saying most houses you go around. If you tap the walls in any of the rooms, work your way along, you'll start to hear hollow spots. And I did work for a guy, electrician, years ago, and he said, "I'm just going to knock off any hollow bits I found." And me and another guy were working on a day rate for him, and every morning when we went back, he'd taken old walls off because once you start, if you start hacking off um, a hollow spot. Um, it generally loosens a bit next to it, <coughs> and so on and so forth. And um, it basically at the end of the day, you took all the walls back to brick in the whole house. It cost of a fortune to have it all put back, which nine times out of 10, you don't need to do. Um, my rule of thumb is, if something sounds a bit hollow, I'll take it to the customer as well. I'll punch it. And i you know, if customers there. I'll go, Look, yeah, that sounds a bit hollow, but I'll punch this as hard as I can and doesn't budge, doesn't move, doesn't come off, then it's good to leave it. Um, if you mean hollow as in there's a dip in it, then obviously you need to fill that out. Um, if it's just a bit of a dip, you probably better off using an easy fill and then sending it back. But if you mean hollow as in like, well I can hear that hollow sound behind it, don't hack it off. You can, if you can bang it with a fist, not with a hammer, you can bang it with your fist as hard as you can and it doesn't affect the plaster, it doesn't crack, it doesn't come away, it doesn't move, um, leave it, go over it. Um, if if you want to, you feel it gives it a bit more strength, you can put some mesh over it, or you can crisscross some fiberglass joint tape over it. Uh, after you PVA and it's dried, the um, PVA, by the way, uh, <laughs> and
1: then uh, and yeah. So that's my advice to you. Yeah, if yeah. Yeah, again, I mean, often that
0: hollow, Sometimes a hollow, if it's a very light hollow tap, uh, it's just the finish blown from the back end. If the back end's blown, which most of the the quite noisy hollows that you tap are where that small section might be away from the brick or away from the lava. Especially if it's a lava or if you start hacking it off, then you're kind of asking for trouble, unless you're gonna hack the whole thing off and then ball over the whole wall yeah again my even if it's come away from the brick and it's not a and it's not the whole walls the whole wall sounds hollow then uh, you need to be really careful yeah but uh, if it's patches of it um, my advice would still be if you can if you can smash that aid with your hand and it doesn't budge it's uh hacking it hacking it out it's not worth the hassle all the time all the money <coughs> uh, <coughs> if you're doing it for a customer they insist they want it done and you're happy to uh do all the hacking off and stuff <clears throat> And you want to do it then do it, but um, Yeah, but there you go. No worries, mate. No worries. <sighs> Thanks for your question. Yeah, anyone else that's got any questions classroom related uh, Yeah, baby be classroom related for ask the classroom any you're welcome to ask them here um, Yeah, this silly little thing I've got up on the top video um, That is just enough like getting a little bit into animation, um, that's a full time job. <laughs> I'd rather do that as <laughs> a full time job, I think, as well. Uh, I'm probably going to use it in a few of my videos and uh, and knocking up a few adverts for people where you just to make them a bit different from everybody else's.
1: Um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, so no worries, Daz. No worries at all. Trader, what's the state of the
0: We finished now? Has it got any better?
1: Uh, I've never found much of an
0: issue with it, uh, mate, to be honest. Um, I know a lot of the guys were saying it didn't seem the same recently. I mean, there might have been a massive batch that came out from somewhere. But um, but yeah, I've not had a major, major problem with it. Um, but then it may have been a bit of dodgy batch. to say some guys were saying it had a real, just a weird texture to it, a weird feel to it, which I so say, you'd understand if you applied to it, Probably just you mix up some finish and it's um, yeah. but uh, yeah no I think man I think we're good with that. I've no idea of because I don't buy it often enough. I don't know where we are on the cement front. It's, it's getting cement, is that still a massive issue? Or um because I haven't bought any since my last rendering job, which was that one on that video there. Um which was on there. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know if it's still terrible or whether or like, not. Oh no, there's loads of cement back in the. You obviously
1: have been looking. Uh, No, I haven't. If you know, uh, uh, let's know. That accuracy. Excuse me, I have a little drinky. Ah, that's better. Let's have another change of screen. Let's go back again. Here we go. Uh, Yeah, trail talk,
0: I know a lot of you guys that are plasterers and and novices and DIYs are uh, part of the uh, trail book, uh, trail book, hell, come on. Snap into it. Uh, (laughs) It's Stuart's trail talk Facebook page. Uh, It's amazing, amazing group. If you want any help, you will get it on there. Uh, Stuart works hard to keep the site as a site that is user-friendly and not full of um other tradesmen that just like taking you out of people or controlling. Um, so it's, uh, it's a very welcoming site and uh, a good one to go on uh, if you're going to go on any kind of facebook group because you want to learn things or ask questions or show your work and get them some credit rather than people having to pop at you um the uh Discord community server, this one here for anyone that's listening that doesn't know, that is a description here along the bottom. Uh, So you can uh, come on there, you can chat with me and other guys. You put up videos, pictures, uh, video chat on there, you don't have to ring
2: into it, it is an app. Um, There's a video, there's a description in
0: all my videos that you can click on, and then you will get an invite to the app. Download it onto your phone. And uh, and join us there, which will be great because the bigger that gets, the more uh, the more busy it gets. And uh, you, you got a question? Uh, have something on there. And uh, most of the guys that have got it on their phone uh, when we're at work during the day, not you know, brushed off your feet, <laughs> which I suppose most of us normally are. Uh, and you can uh, you can ping something back to somebody, have a quick chat, or just. Show what lovely view you might have out of the window on that particular day. Nice. Uh, if anyone else has just joined us, sorry guys for the uh, stay for the duration. Most people come, come along for about eight or 10 minutes, something like that. And then uh, go and do something like have their dinner, like I'll be doing when I'm, uh, when I'm finished tonight. Uh, and take some more Paracetamol, I think as well. Um, uh,
1: yeah, uh, can't remember what I was saying. That's because I'm getting old, so you'd have to bear with me. Right, what else we got? Uh, still no cement. Oh, okay. I'm gonna add any rendering lately then, because I'll get to
0: uh get to the old shop and panic that there wasn't any really... oh I thought it was back to back to normal by now, but so right so there's, there's still there's still a cement issue. Okay. At least the, uh, <clears throat> all the old uh, gypsum seems to be fine. They're well ahead of the game again now. Uh, <clears throat> Jason, if you're patching up walls
1: in a bathroom, it's going to be fully tiled. Do you use bonding coat? Tiles around my area. F- uh, um, yeah, most times I've um, just used the bonding coat and because it's got to be tiles, I
0: don't bother skimming it. I'll say to the customers, yeah, you know, I can skim it, but Tyler's going to go over the top of that. Unless, um, yeah, and I've worked, when well, I used to work for a, a plumber, I used to on down walls for him, and his Tyler, they used to come in, wrap <coughs> um, right the tiles straight on the top, he was more than happy. Some uh, some really, and normally Italian, I mean, I love Italians, there's Italians in my family, but um, some Italian tyres. I don't know how many of them are in the country. <laughs> um are very fussy. They want they want everything perfectly flat and it's skimmed, they want beads, and because basically they want to be able to spread a thin bit of glue on the wall and squash a tile on it. If they don't want us to have to twiddle with it or it'd be slightly, you know, they might have to put a bit more gear on it. Um so uh but no, I have never um, had an issue with guys not saying that they won't tile over bonding Unless there's been issues uh, with people that have had tiling
1: done over bond in recent recent years. But uh nothing that I've heard at all. Michael, hi Michael. Uh I don't know about being late
0: mate. do about being late. Um we're normally going for about an hour and a half. I don't normally finish up about
1: half eight. Um just to be sensible really. Uh, to work on her, I will finish the job. Skimming beads are butterfly for me.
0: Oh, um, I've had a problem with skimming beads recently. I tried to buy quite a few at a time. And then, uh, so if there was suddenly a bit of a shortage somewhere, i probably notice from But uh, <clears throat> yeah, no worries mate, it's just nice to have you along. It's nice to have you long for camaraderie, uh, so, well because it helps to boost the channel as well uh it's nice to have a chat with all you guys um whoever's out there the regulars people that just like to uh watch a live stream and uh yeah yeah and it's good it's it's, it's satisfying for me as well I appreciate that you that you guys tune in uh, to watch this um while you are tuned in if you haven't subscribed to my channel <laughs> please do that obviously helps um and uh I've been told by the YouTube algorithm that um, um, I need to get people to like my videos more. I've got to do it myself. I might really like some videos, but I forget to click the little like button, the old little thumbs up. So uh, if you're looking at any videos, and obviously you need to like them <laughs> to be able to press the button. Don't like them if you don't like them, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, if you, as they say in the, uh, the, the YouTube land, yeah, smash that like button uh, <laughs> That apparently will be really good So subscribe to the channel and hit the other like button. Thank you very much I said have right And how long we going? Oh an hour and nine minutes um, Yeah, for those of you who have not been here before I don't normally sound uh, this croaky. I've got a I really bad cold. had a the COVID test and they've come back negative, So I don't think he's sad Um, I've had it for about a week or so now other than feeling like I've got a bad cold absolutely fine (laughs) Uh, uh, um, I've been a plasterer for 36 years I'm in South London and this community and this live stream is to help anyone that wants any help wants any um, advice when it comes to plaster plastering Um, obviously I only answer the questions that I know (laughs) the I know the answers too. I know a lot of the other guys have <coughs> got experiences of different tools and anything like that. So if any of you regular guys, if you want to uh, put your tap worth in about a tool or about anything else, uh, not just tonight, but any time really, or if you, if you join the Discord site, <coughs> excuse me, put some stuff up on there, but I can probably use it and bring that into the live streams on the Monday night. Um, Yeah, this live stream is every other Monday, uh, unless I, unless I sort of say otherwise. But uh, I normally give a bit of notice if uh, for some reason I'm skipping one. If I do skip one, then I normally do the following week straight away. Even if that would normally be the week. So seven o'clock every other Monday. Ask the plaster. You want? You got a question? You want? Oh, ask the plaster. Is on, I'll ask him live. Or I'll even ring him because there is a there is a there is a phone line as you, as you as I'm pretty sure everybody must know there into the uh, into the studio and that's it there 07516-214-983 if you're watching this on your smart TV or anything but your phone um, give us a ring and i also ask a question. Um, I'm a bit dubious if you come up as a private number just in case you're a troller. And <laughs> know, I like to have people's numbers um, if I going to talk to them live on it. Um, but uh, yeah, ring in, there is a slight time delay so if you do ring in and you're watching it on the telly, you will turn the volume down on your TV and have a little chat. And that helps other people not have to listen to my voice droning on, uh, even though it sounds slightly different this week <laughs> because of the depth of it. Oh yeah, um, that's uh Yeah. can might Try a bit of the old, uh, honey and lemon <coughs> a bit later tonight. Mm. Uh, uh,
1: uh, oh, right. Sorry guys. Um, let's get me reading. uh, do do do, do. uh, that is, that is yeah.
2: Uh, don't have any issues locally here. I bought mine. This is Daz has bought, uh, angle beads.
0: Last lot from B&Q, only last week, they had loads of different types. Yeah, I, I, I get mine generally from B&Q. So I am thinking that I might start ordering some via Amazon, just so I can get a box of
1: them um, in the garage, rather than having to keep on the B&Q every time. Little tube uh, uh Michael, hi Michael. Uh, no beating B&Q in South Wales or
0: station. Ooh. Yeah, well, I, I suppose South Wales, there might be, there might be an issue there. Supply, I don't know why there should be one, <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, it's not like you can just pop to London and get some, is it? Too much of a drive. MP, I sense a regular segment. The sniffing plaster. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah,
0: yeah. The trouble is, I'd have to fake it when I'm when I'm well again, wouldn't I? And uh, I'd have to try and adjust the old... Uh, volumes to get me boys to go down this deep. Um, which I can't normally do because I ain't normally got stink stinker going on. But, uh, but so cheers for
1: that mate, yeah, yeah the sniffing plaster. <laughs> like? Matthew, hello mate. What size trowel do you
0: think is the best? I've used a 14 inch for quite a long time. Um, when you're skimming, um don't really wanna use much bigger than a 14 inch trowel when you're floating. Um, I know a lot of guys now don't do much floating anymore. Everything's done and dab. Uh, back in the day, I used to um, and plasterers that I worked with, especially on sites, uh, when you had block walls and brick walls, you were you were floating them with um, bonding and browning. Well, back then, it was browning on the bricks, bonding on the concrete because the, <laughs> the browning wouldn't stick to the concrete or, or would temporarily, but they were black. Um, and uh, the guys would chuck it on. I'd chuck on a couple of screens top and bottom, and then kind of roll across them. I'd get them all leveled up, and then roll across them. And I filled in the middle. Uh, a lot of guys I worked with, and I did in the end, you, end up, you just whack a, especially if you've got a decent labourer knocking out loads of stuff, uh, you just whack a whole wall on, roll it across, roll it up, and uh, it picks up, devil it, do all that in the morning, and in, uh, in the afternoon you'd set it. Quite a lot of stuff now is, uh, but getting back to, the, I'm going off tangent there, um, yeah. But when you were doing that, I'll go bigger than a 14 inch trail But uh, when it comes to skimming, um, whatever you're comfortable with, uh, not for getting it off the tr- the trowel can be a bit awkward. You can have a slightly bigger trail or make a bigger trowel. Um, but I would only use a longer, like a 16 inch or longer trowel, um, for doing a trail up. If I was doing a really long corridor which I haven't done since I did that in a hotel and all the guys doing the corridors in the hotel uh, up in London years ago, uh, they all had like 18 inch trousers that they were skimming, <coughs> skimming with, <coughs> skims me, putting it on and, uh, and troweling up. And it did look like, wow. <coughs> because you can, because they were quite rigid trousers as well. They were martial towns, they weren't flexible. They were 18 inches, some of them might have been
1: yeah, I'm longer than that.
0: I've never required. but uh, yeah, so um, I, yeah, I use a 14 for most things at the end of the day. Um, when I'm using my speed skin, as I've said before my first coat, I'll use my plastic bladed speed skin for that. And once my second coat's all on and I'm getting to that watering stage, I will use my um, 900mm speed skin with a metal blade as a big trowel, basically. With spraying the water, trailing it across, trailing it up, trailing it down, comes out a treat um, and then just to be on the safe side i'll finish off with the flexi for that finishing touch and uh yeah i hope that helps mate uh, Michael had to drive to Bristol to buy stock beads. oh wait that's not
1: good is it have you seen if you can order any on the online on amazon or something like that unless everyone in Wales is trying all the, the beads online. And then obviously that, that will cause them an issue there as well. But old Jeff Bezos, he can afford to, um, these drivers to take a few lorry loads of beads up to Wales. Surely they're available elsewhere. Uh, well,
0: no, I hope that, uh, that issue, i hope we get it sorted out, mate, but I hope that doesn't happen in the uh, Cause yeah, well, like any of these things, they am going to have in plaster. Ain't got beads. I'm mean, going to have beads if I ain't got any bloody plaster. At least it's not as bad as it was that last, uh, well, that first lockdown when you just couldn't get any. I loved all money but it was the being sold by um, them charlatans for like £100 a bag or something stupid. Which I just took the top out. No way I'm paying selling money after. Uh, probably the case with beads as well. If someone's got some beads, they probably want to shop. You know, in, you're in Wales. You're gonna want to charge you on my leg form so hopefully that'll sort itself out, mate, Uh,
1: I'll look into that and see what's what the score is How we doing? Okay, we're going a little bit longer guys if you're uh, you're happy to stick around, if you want to ask any other questions
0: I suppose the other good thing is, while I'm doing this, um, I'm, con- I'm having to concentrate, which means I can't be sitting on the sofa feeling sorry for myself.
1: Oh, nose blowing and the cop. Rest of it. Just hope the old missus don't go down with it as well. Yeah, that would be good, just as so I'm getting better, sure, and then, then uh, yeah, don't do so sore throats and coughs all that well. So. Also, I was going to mention to you guys? Has anyone else got any uh, questions about anything? Anyone else that's watching,
0: uh, just want to type something up? Uh, see, of course, I don't know how many people actually just watch it on the TV. And they've got no way of typing anything into the old, uh, into the old uh, <laughs> comment section. Uh, let's say, uh, bring it up on their phone. Uh, my channel, by the way, if you are watching this on the TV, is uh, plasterer.org.uk or if you search for that just generally, my website will come up, it's the same name as my channel, and there is obviously a link to my channel from my website, so if you just put plasterer.org.uk in your phone, my website will come up, and my channel will come up as well, and you can subscribe, and you can have a chat with me, either on the phone, or uh, by typing in the uh, comments box, and uh, yeah, just putting comments forward. I do need to make some more videos or get some more videos finished uh, That I can put up because I know a uh, lot of you guys like to see, uh, see videos Um, I've got quite an interesting one, but it's not going to be coming up for a while. I think I mentioned it live I think I mentioned it on the site before where the guy um, the customer wants a a stock beat Shadow gap around instead of a coving uh, coving instead of a uh, skirting. He doesn't want any skirting only uh, Hoping to have this done in the whole house uh, Rough it of bead around each room uh, Around the bottom as a feature will be quite a pain to do. It's doable because I've done that kind of thing back in the 80s but Architects were very into features back then and uh, I will be videoing that because that will be interesting because I know uh, some stuff is um, a lot of day-to-day plastering is, is, is just uh, it's stuff I've covered in videos before, or, or stuff that can be a bit boring, and uh, trying to come up with stuff that's um, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you guys put uh, suggestions up, but unless or until I organise my, uh, my little garage space, um, maybe use that as a sort of a classroom again, where I can make specific videos rather than, than waiting for a customer specific job to come up that's worth filming. <coughs> um okay yeah anyway
1: enough of me jibber jabbering uh but uh hello mate hi how to repaid oh sorry mate how to repaid badly one day after laughter sorry Bart. I can't quite understand the
0: question <coughs> I don't
1: know if there's a typo in it. How to repaint badly. Was that how to re- How to repair badly damaged I'll take a Had really bad finish. Just fixed up. I need to put a new coat tomorrow. If you've had a
0: if you've had a skim done, or whatever or done yourself or whatever and it's it's come out badly you can just um, put a coat of neat PVA over the top, let it dry. This is a technique I've used for donkeys years, so it's always uh be well. Um and then just skim over it. Obviously if you're going around the uh, angles again or windows could pop the old beads off but you might as well just plant new beads over the top of your old ones. Unless it's going to give you an issue with your skirting, your COVID. Um
1: But yeah, but generally you can skim skim over some work even if it was done. I don't know if I've done.
2: I
0: probably haven't skimmed over a ball that was done one day before, but I have re skimmed over a ball that's still
1: dark, another plaster, a local and done in a customer's house. Oh, excuse me. oh. Ah. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. Um, and it was. Uh,
0: yeah, there seems to be a problem a bit after I've, after I've gone over it. So yeah, you can you should be able to go over
1: um the ball. No yeah, cheers, Bob. Are you a Infra Solutions group? Oh. Sorry, I don't come out too loud on the old. Right. Diggy Did you say you would hack the old beads out
0: and put new ones in? Only if they were gonna cause you an issue. If, you, you can, if you've got a bead that's been put in and it's decent, you could scrape the sides, the plaster from the sides of the bead back to allow you enough room or skin back up to the bead that's still in place. Um, to plant another bead over the top, but depending on how thick the memories is of your skirting, Skirting's on already it's not on there's not going to be an issue if you've got a skirting on already don't want to stick out too far then you'd be better off taking the bead right off and putting a new one in but um, the skirting isn't an issue then just stick a new bead over the bead that was put on the day before or whenever it was done and uh,
1: and just basically start again not forgetting to pva the wall first and let it dry Cheers, mate, for that. <laughs> Full of a
0: cold too. Oh, oh, Marcus Troutall, hello, mate. Yeah, oh, mate, I've Well, I think it a bit of a cold thing going around. A, it, there are some colds that go around in the summer. I think uh, I might have got it off my little granddaughter because she had a little bit of a. She hadn't been too well. I had a little bit of a cough. Daddy free, and uh, yeah, I see quite a bit of her. Uh, so I might put it
1: up there. Uh, I don't mind if worth it, and uh, I don't want to give it back to us. So I won't be seeing her this week. Cause um, the last thing you want to do is give a nasty cut to, to kids.
0: as similar happened to me. I thought about knocking off and starting again. A friend
1: of mine suggested grit, blue grit. Uh, uh, you can you can use uh, uh, grit as if you want
0: uh, I've said, a few times on here and on videos, that um, I only ever use deep PVA well rubbed in with a roller, make sure the edges are done with a brush, and I let it I let it dry completely before I hit it. Um, sometimes, if you go over, I, I've been told uh, there's a possibility if you leave it a day and let it properly dry, then put a fresh PVA on top of that because it can be a little bit water soluble, that they might actually soften up the PVA underneath. So. I only ever do one coat of PVA, a really good one, well rubbed in, and uh, if I want grit, or I need grit, or feel I need grit, I will mix some kill-dry sand in PVA. Um, this a lot cheaper. <laughs> and that's worked for me over the years as well. But nine times out of 10, just neat PVA for me, and I've gone over a hell of a lot of surfaces that I've just coated with neat PVA, and some of those which were experimental, one of which was a porcelain sink, um, which I was rendering, and I literally just put um, PVA on it. One of those might have had some, might have chucked some sand in with it as well. Then I rendered that, and it stuck to it absolutely fine. So uh, if you want to buy any of the different colored grits, um, you can. But apart from the fact that I think, uh, when I see videos of people, I think, cool, what's happened to that wall? Was it all blue or all red? And I realise they've used blue grit or red grit. and but uh, other ways for I say been plastered in thirty six years and I've used um, the PVA for
1: most of that. <laughs> yeah, I blamed my grandson. Oh yeah, it probably was your grandson. <laughs> yeah, give it to you.
0: Even if you didn't you gotta blame it on someone mate. I can't blame it on the wife, because Jen, she, she ain't had a couple
1: yet. I don't you get this one. Don't worry about the typos, mate. Uh, job last job, PVA. <clears throat> yeah, I reckon that's what
0: happened to my job last week. The PVA. Oh, was, did you put that on Talk? About, uh, about that. I think I made, made a comment on yours, uh, Marcus, because the... Uh, yeah, thinking it's a possibility that that, that first that second coat did,
1: did do something to the underneath. Yeah, yeah kill dried sand, but that's what I that's what I would use me Uh what ratio of sand? Uh, uh I put in i
0: put in a, a small handful at a time, depending on how much PVA you've got if you got a bucket of it. Um because obviously you don't want to chuck too much in there or too little. But if you you put a chuck of handful in, give it a stir, um, it'll whisk up. Uh, you'll soon see the kind of
2: texture of it. And when it's the kind of the grittiness that you want, that's
0: that's how much sand you want to put into whatever particular amount of PVA you've got. If it's a really small amount
1: of PVA, you know, obviously just chuck a little bit of sand in. Start with, mix it in and take it from there. How did you get on with the red green dots for screw holes? I oh, might, I used those
0: on a, on a job. Actually this little C video with the um, uh, with the animated man in it. <coughs> who has got my telephone number two at the minute. He's pointing at three of those holes on a, all stairs and landing where that, that was just one of the bits where this, uh, the uh, handrail had been taken off and there was about 40 odd screws in total sticking out of the whole wall when I got there. For the customer had obviously taken the hammer run off all the screws back because he obviously wants the same holes to put them all back in. They would have been a nightmare to uh, to plaster around. Uh, this is the start of a little advert I'm making for the dot company uh, in the hopes of the fact that I'll be able to get some freebies out of them. Which is the name of the game. Um, And uh, yeah, they were great. St- on each hole I stuck a little red dot. Plastered them over. I was a bit nervous when I plastered when I them over because initially they just disappear. And you think, if these don't show through, I'm gonna have a hell of a job. Because uh, I'm gonna to have to put these holes back for this guy because I've told him I could do it without the screws. And uh, fortunately after, not that long actually, I'm, st- I'm, still, I'm still in the process of doing the wall. I think it was on the second coat. And you can see this little bit of red bleed through. And then as, as time goes by, it's bleed through even more and you get these little round circles. Um, but they do you've got to be a bit careful because they do also bleed through paint so you've got to make sure you're only putting them in an area where a screw's going to go back and there's going to be a bracket or something covering just to be on the safe side um, but yeah they're fantastic uh, I say getting red or blue I don't think they're any different to uh, my knowledge um, the guys have sent me some to uh, try out a few more but um, yeah I'm doing the job next week where they've got a radiator there and I've seen from their pictures they've left the bracket on the wall Um, What I will do, I think I mentioned to them uh, when I got back to them and they accepted the job, I said, look, take the brackets off, take the screws out, because I've got these things I can put over the holes, and so the holes won't be an issue. So then I haven't even got to go around the brackets, because I used to just go around the brackets, because it was easier to go around a radiator bracket, than messing around around the screws. Uh, But with the dots now, I can take the whole thing right off, put my dots on, skim the whole wall, dots come through. Uh, just to be nice I will poke the holes back where they were where I can see the red dots but the customer hasn't got any problems at all uh, putting it all back just makes your plastering job easier But anything else mate if sockets are off uh, preferably if the customer's done it so you ain't got to mess about with those you can go straight across the front of the sockets and your ramp and switches and you've got dots where holes are where people want to put a television bracket back or a radiator back on uh, just makes the whole whole job more of a pleasure. I mean nothing worse, just like you guys all know, is than having the plaster around wires and sockets um, and uh, screws. And you've only got to whack your trowel. And it's yeah, it's it's easy to so, say, I'll be a bit careful. Just so easy to whack the edge of your trowel on a screw. And uh I used to try sticking matchsticks in the holes and things like that, but absolute problems. It was did really work. Oh, so, uh, so, yeah, I'm getting on really well with the old dots. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> uh, do you hear that, Red Dot Company? Uh, yeah. Oh,
1: hang on. Here you go, look. I'll give you a plug. Probably back to front, but hey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Any chance of some, some more freebies? Thank you, thank
1: you. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh... Oh, hang on. Good. Uh, I'm thinking of giving them a go, but like you, I'm worried about losing the holes. I
0: worked worried about the paint bleed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. My, my worries about losing the holes was, um. Once you've used them once and you realise how they work and how how they bleed through, uh, you won't have no of covering holes over. With them stuck on, it was just that. That is the first time in that video that I'd used them. And because uh, and there were so many, if it had just been a radiator, and it didn't, and they didn't work, I could have lived with finding the holes in, again or re-drilling them for the guy. But uh, when well, it was a whole hand they went right the way down the stairs and around the corner. Um, I was nervous, but I didn't have been because all the dots came through. <coughs> Excuse me, and I just found the
1: holes again. for The client, so they didn't have to finish. Uh, uh, which was good to keep them happy. Uh, but yeah, you got to be wary of the paint bling. But then they should only normally be
0: used where you're going to make a hole or you're going to cut something out and you know where the centre of that thing is because you stuck a dot in the middle. Um, maybe I think sometimes in there as they, uh, they use it, if you're going to mark um, a plaster board on the ceiling rather than if you're cutting out the holes for lights, it's not already been done by a spark or the client. Um, you can do your measurements, stick your red dot in the middle, skim the whole ceiling right over. The red dot comes through, stick your drill with your hole cutter in the middle of the red dot, boom, there's your hole in the place you want it to be. So uh, Something good from that viewpoint as well. Have you had a go with those socket beads for the car? Now I've seen Stuart use them on the Trout Hulk. Uh, um, they look pretty good. I'm just thinking if um, I don't know they look quite bulky things but because I haven't actually seen any in the flesh or used them then uh, I don't really know what they're like to use but I will um if um, if Pete wants to send me my <laughs> I'll uh, I'll give it I'll give it a go for sure. And um yeah and I'll, I'll be quite happy to make a video about it as well. And uh, just to add to all the other videos uh, Stuart's done about them. Uh, yeah so so yeah, thanks, Pete, in advance. They're awesome, they're oh, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, no, they do look good. Uh, the videos I see Stuart um, using them uh, looks like
1: a great idea. I just wanted to see if I can get the knack of of, of putting them in place and uh, what have you. Can I send you a sample of those dots? I tell you what, mate. If
0: not, <laughs> people send me some more, I'll, I'll, and uh, I'll definitely I'll, I'll send you a packet. They only come, they only come through the post. Um, so I think when you order them from the company, uh, they just come through the letterbox and, uh, with the postman. They're quite good to get older of from that viewpoint. James, when carrying around plasterboard in your van, do you think having a roof rack would be handy just land the flat in the back of the van? My spare boards often get damaged. I used to have a, most of the time, I haven't got a van van, I use a, a four wheel, um, Was it, Range Rover Freelander. And they're not really big enough to put all in the back. Uh, I used to have a bigger uh, Land Rover thing and i put balls in the back, but I used to shove them over the top of my tools and they used to get damaged and it used to be a pain. Um, on top of my uh, Freelander, I built a box, purpose-built box. I only tend to use six by three boards on um, domestic jobs because they're easier to get in and out and they're easier to put up and they don't accidentally damage any of the other the clients other decorating when you're taking them up the stairs. Um, so I built a box that was just the right size to fit. Um, I can fit at least 10, 9.5 bolts into the box on the roof. I bolted the, the, the box that I made onto a roof rack and I used as a waterproofing. I didn't the first time, but to my dismay. Uh, the second time I did the box. <laughs> I used the shed grip felt uh, shed roofs, and just lipped it across the top <coughs> to keep it nice and bone dry my first box it was just wood on the top and once it started getting a bit worse for wear or was dripping in and if it left the bolt in there or it was pouring rain or to get wet but a uh, wooden box um, it's in some of my videos you can see me motor um, it's got a few videos with it in one of me on the news having an interview about fly tippers and not being able to take our waste of the flipping tips anymore uh, Even if you're willing to pay um, and uh, There's one called relax and uh, learn or something uh, That video has got my it's got me taking the balls out back My box that I've built on the roof so uh, <coughs> Have a look at that and you'll see what I mean, but there is a company. I think they're quite not a new company that they did like roof racks and stuff, but I think I think they got the idea from me. If I'm honest, they have started making uh, plastic boxes for the tops of vans putting plastic bolts in. Um, I don't know how much they are. Uh, might be easier than building. Well, would be easier than building one, but not if they're an absolute fortune. Uh, so yeah, that's what I do, mate. Go uh, shifting plastic bolts about, and also in my back of my motor, I dropped the seats down and I built a box that can be taken in and out. It's in the back of the uh, the Freelander. All my tools and my plaster goes in there. My plaster boards go <coughs> in the top <coughs> on the roof rack. Excuse me, next to my box, I've got some um, uh, waste pipe, uh, water waste. So it's, it's not it's not too big, but three inch, and uh, I've got a tube of that uh, stop end on it. I put my angle beads in there. You can get, well, you can get, you can get loads of angle beads. <laughs> in it, um, it's not secure, but I've, up to this point, I've never had anyone nick my angle beads. If I was a plumber and it was copper, there's no way I'd put it in there or leave it in there. But uh, angle beads, uh, well, as I say, up to this point, I've been using it for quite a few years now, I just um, I just leave them in that tube. So I've got me, I've got my angle beads on the roof, in the old tubing, and I've got my uh, plaster boards in the box and my tools and plaster in the back. Lovely job, and and I don't have to be a white van man, and your your motor looks less like a van, so there's a little bit less chance that some low-life is gonna think it's for the tools, try and break into it. So uh, I hope that helps, I hope that helps. I hope that's been of use. Uh,
1: Where did you buy the dots from? Uh, Like the company that makes the, uh, they call them plasterboard
0: indicators and they are from plaster spot So if you want oh, to get some kind of link onto my uh, <laughs> Onto my affiliate links uh, Via amazon So I don't know if you can get these on amazon yet. Um, plaster spot if you if you google plaster spot and find their uh, company it's plasterboard indicators and they are the red And, uh, and blue dots that i've been using so uh <coughs> they take I think when you do order them from then they take a couple of days to come.
1: At least. So uh, if you need them for a job, make sure you all some when they're yeah. we got there? Have external wall to be rendered. All has got old glass blocks. Good voice. Uses grip. Um You could try like I did in my porcelain sink back in the day, um
0: mixing your um, sand in kiln drying sand in p v a and giving the blocks a really good coat of it so so basically they are they're, they're, they're covered in some kind of grip and p v a nice and neat, nice and thick
2: <coughs>
0: and let it dry completely and I would, I can't guarantee it. And <laughs> so when you're coming back to me going, oh, you're right. Um, I reckon the stuff will stick to that, the render. I say I rendered a porcelain sink um, that someone wants to use in their guard as a planter. With um, sand and cement, and that's how I did it. Um there's no reason why it shouldn't stick to glass blocks like that. But uh, there may be some other way of doing it, but off the top of my head, I'm having a good think about it. I'm, I wouldn't know what, but that, that's what I'd probably give a try to. Uh, have yourself an early night, mate. Yeah, Jason, I've, um, I don't think I've got any limb either. I'm not getting any younger, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, nasty old cold, but uh, hopefully when I'm on
1: here again, I'll be back to me normal, sprightly, slightly higher-voiced self. Uh Alpha? Is that Alpha? I would pronounce that wrong, uh, Eric. Sometimes my uh, my guy has
0: trouble lining up angle beads square on the corners. Do you have any suggestions I can give without losing my rag?
1: Um,
0: are you talking about render beads onto brickwork? which case, obviously, you've got to um, whack chips and I use it finish, but I've always used bonding uh, on brickwork to stick and um, render beats on, try to uh, uh, blow in the job out. Um, uh, it's, it's uh, you put blobs alternate, going down the angle, reveal, whatever you're doing. And then obviously after have to line the things up, tap them in with a, uh, uh, with a spirit level, make sure you get the uh, get them level and plumb, both directions. <laughs> um, again, that comes with Practice, I both an experience. I don't know how, how good your guy is or how long he's been doing it. Um, if it's, it's plaster ball beads, again, you're putting onto an, an old wall. If the, if the if the angles are nice already, but they need a bead on, obviously, if you take a skin coat on, I have been sticking my beads on with a mite glue um, and spraying it with an accelerator because they literally set in five seconds, uh, which is great for speed. Again, you've got to make sure you push them on. Properly, you push them on in a bit of a walkway and push them on properly, they set, then uh, yeah, that'd be terrible. Um, or the traditional way um, would be screwing, or what I used to do anyway, screwing the beads on if it's a plaster ball ball and there's some fixing there. Or um, putting your finish on your corners and tapping the bead on and then plumbing the beads, this type the thing, beads in the finish. Tapping those, getting those just right with your spirit level, and leaving them to set. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, so you know they're not gonna go anywhere. You start putting
1: the set on or moving, <clears throat> which you don't want. Uh, uh, no, other than that though, mate, I don't know what to, uh, yeah, just try and keep
0: calm. <laughs> I know that's easier said than done. If, if you've got a guy and he stuck some beats on for you and uh, uh, in, on some job and they're not as they
1: should be, anyhow, learning curve, I suppose. Uh, James, no worries, mate. No worries. In your company I'm referring to are called uh,
0: Roofer Rack. Right? Yeah, that sounds. That sounds. Uh, that sounds uh, familiar, mate. Wow, 750 quid, plus that, uh, yeah. I think even if I was building one on a big van uh, to take eight by fours, although I use those, but if I did, I think I'd probably make my own. Uh, mine is made from uh, quite a thin quarter inch ply. It would not want go too thick because of the weight, because obviously the weight of the box is quite heavy on the roof rack. And then, yeah, like I said, if I'm putting 10, uh, 9.5, 6 by 3 balls in there, um. Seems to work absolutely fine. But at the end of the day, that is a lot of weight. Obviously, anything like that, don't go driving into a brick wall accidentally (laughs) on purpose uh, because the whole thing would probably take off. But that would happen with their boxes as well. If you've got a lot of weight on the roof, it's loose stuff, anything's loose inside the box and you stop suddenly. I mean, breaking suddenly, I mean, if you did. But but yeah, it would be, uh, one was made out of a quarter inch ply bottom. Sides, obviously don't go up too high. Um, and the top, making sure that you bolt it to your roof rack, bottom piece, before you, well, even if it, after you put the sides on, before you put a top on it, otherwise you'd have no way of attaching it to your roof rack. And on the inside, you want the, the bolts that you would use, that part of the, the bolt, you want the, the bolt type part coming out underneath your bottom of your box, to screw on your um, your bolts or your wing nuts or whatever uh, to hold it on. And you don't want anything rough inside the box that's got to catch on the, on the first plasterboard that you put in. Uh, uh, and yeah, there's some roofing felt on the top. Uh, make sure that the top board that you put on slightly overlaps the whole box. So then stick your uh, uh, roofing felt around the edges. And just flat on the top, it hasn't got to go off the edge. Then any rain just drips off the kind of like self-made drip lip, and uh, works a treat. And definitely won't cost you seven hundred and fifty quid or the best part of a grand for the privilege. Yeah, works great for me. But uh, but yeah, but if you have got that kind of money and you want one, uh, yeah, just go and buy it. <laughs> it's easier
1: than building it. Uh, uh, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Appreciate your lovely comments, people. Um, oh, thin coat beads around there. Uh, yeah, you yeah, have been some troubles. Window, reveal uh, Thin coat beads around
0: window reveals. Yeah, thin um, coat beads around window reveals. If it's an original window reveal, the old plaster and you're going over it, um, they're best
1: stuck on and leveled up. And stuck on with finish and leveled up. Yeah, I will not put any
0: accelerators in for doing that because um, if it's taking the guy a little while to get level. The, the finish had probably gone off before he got all the beads around the window. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd stick him in to finish, finish around the angles, the reveal, squash them on, and then level them up. You yeah, obviously, remember yeah. remembering to cut angles, um, which I'm sure he does on the beads they're not just two squares hitting each other. And ideally you'd cut a, a 45 degree angle on <coughs> excuse me. Um like, uh, he's been in the trade with me for twelve months. Oh yeah I mean yeah it's not that long mate is it? Um so uh, yeah give him another give him another six weeks before you sack him. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um yeah, yeah,
1: just, um, yeah, just have to give him a little bit more time, mate. Eddie, hello, Eddie.
0: <coughs> How many sets do you put on in a day on average? <coughs> I try not to do more than two. Uh, my sets are normally two-bag sets. Um, so I'm not really putting on more than four bags in the day. But then I will also normally probably be doing some bit of bonding, sticking beads on, you know, scrimming stuff. You can class the ball up, um, but generally sometimes I'll do three sets. Um, it depends if I've
1: allowed a comfortable amount of time on a job, then um, then I'll just do a couple of sets.